Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment women's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another Unapologetically Abundant podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolbova, and today's guest, Sarah Paul. Oh my goodness. We connected online, and right before I hit the record button, I was telling Sarah, I wish I would met you 20 years ago, because Sarah is sharing so much wisdom, so much truth, so many beautiful and empowering teaching for us women and about our hormones. I truly believe, and I feel like this is something we deeply align with Sarah, is that when your health is in check, when your hormones are in check, when you understand your body, you can impact so many more people. You can be truly unapologetically you because you understand what is going on in your body, then it projects into your life. So I'm so excited to dive deeper on hormonal health and really like empowering you to understand your body and your cycles and how can you be not only few days a month but the whole month feeling empowered so sarah i'm so excited to have you here today i am so excited to be here and just beyond grateful to support your community and teach them about their period health and the wisdom the beautiful power they have within Mm, it's so beautiful. And I truly feel like so many more women are awakening. And instead of just like punishing their bodies, been there, done that, two decades of eating disorder, hiding my body, never feeling enough, <sighs> into seeing the body as the miracle it truly is. And being the creatrix, right? The one who can create life and not just the human life because they're women who chose not to have a babies, right? That's their choice. And we can create and birth ideas and opportunities. And it's just so powerful. So Sarah, before we go there, because I feel like we are both so passionate about it, what I would love, love, love to do with you, if you're open to that, I would love to take you through a short guided meditation. Would you be open for that? I would love that. <laughs> and today's a new moon, so I'm all for it. <laughs> how powerful, how powerful. So let's be manifesting with the new moon today. So let's just gently close your eyes, please. And settle in your chair, like really find a comfort in your chair. Really feeling your body settling and slowing down. And your feet are feeling grounded and heavier. Your neck, it's relaxing and settling in. And let's take a few deep breaths just to connect with this beautiful present moment. Breathing in through your nose and breathing out through your mouth. Let's take a couple of those breaths. Breathing in and releasing. 
last slow deep breath that is expanding you, your heart, and bringing you right here in this room, in this chair, in this present moment. Coming back to your regular breathing and feeling how your body is softly melting into your chair. Every single cell of your body it's slowing down, settling in, relaxing, grounding. And as you are slowing down, as you are relaxing, I would love for you to visualize a beautiful crisp morning, summer morning in Costa Rica. You're with your closest, most beloved friends. You're on a morning walk and you're hearing the birds chirping and a waterfalls splashing on you gently, the freshness of the air and the flowers are blooming and you feel so happy to be alive and to be here. And as you're walking with your friends, your best friend looks at you and smiles and say, Sarah, what is making you feel alive these days? What would you tell her? What would be your answer? What makes you alive these days? Uh, totally stepping into my truth and my passions and embodying the healing journey and being able to really truly share that from just a heart-centered space with other people. Mm, it's so beautiful. Sarah and I know Costa Rica probably feels much better right now than where you are, but I'm so happy to have you back. Thank you for coming back so quickly. How are you feeling? Wow. You know, just the, the feeling of sand on my toes. I mean, the beach, and we talked about this too, where the beach is just my happy place and where I make more expansive and I'm in that he deep healing state. So it just felt good to feel the sun on my skin and just really drop into what's most important. Mm, so beautiful. And you know, one of the many things that I love about you, Sarah, and I know that this is the first time we are seeing each other smile to smile, but we connected on Instagram yeah, before. But what I really love about you, it's like, I can feel your passion. I can feel you're truly walking in your purpose and that it's so inspiring to me because that's what I do with my clients. You know, I lead them into align with their purpose and to be abundantly paid to be themselves. So seeing you walking in your purpose and really seeing like how much it's impacting you, your life, but also women around you. It just, it fills my heart with so much joy. So thank you. Thank you for all the work you're doing. And, you know, I'm very curious, like what led you into being this hormonal goddess, right? Like what led you into helping other women heal and why the hormones? Because I was sharing my journey. And for me, I, I started just like when I decided I want to be a mom, you know, like over a year and a half ago, I'm like, let's look at that. But never before, I never even thought about it. So what led you on to this journey? Yeah, you know, 
it's really what started this whole journey is my own experiences. And I joke around with a lot of people, how I talk about poop and periods all day long and how it lights me up so much. Um, but it's so much more than that. At the end of the day, I was just in such a state of stress for so many years and burnout and stress were my emotional home. They were what I was used to. They were what I learned and what I grew up around. And I was just a, a hard worker. I was a hustler. I was constantly doing, constantly wanting to prove myself as a woman, especially in the corporate workplace. Um, prior to my lifetime of working with women in the hormonal space, I was actually marketing director. And that work, while I was good at it, it depleted me and it came with the expense of my health and my energy. And what I ended up doing, I really just covered up how I was feeling with staying busy and doing and achieving and just like never slowing down, just like, go, go, go do the next best thing. Because I truly thought if I slowed down that I would have to feel it all. And I was terrified of what was under the rug that I kept pushing. And so these to-do lists and the overworking and like the numbing out became my favorite ways to deal with it and trying to be superwoman, trying to be super worker for everyone and everything, not just at work, but in my family and to my friends, I totally completely fried out my thyroid and my adrenals and my sex hormones. And I completely lost my energy. I remember one day where I just could not even get out of bed to go to work. And I mean, it was like the tipping point. It was happening before that, but it was like one day where I could not even go to bed, uh, go to work. I could not get out of bed. And it was around the same time that my period led me into the ER. And this was the first of four different times that I had to go to the ER due to painful periods and my lack of energy. I thought it was something a lot more serious than my my adrenals and my thyroid and my sex hormones being imbalanced. And so I came to this point where I had to seriously sit down with myself and ask this question, like, what is my body telling me? What is going on behind the scenes? And I can't keep doing what I'm doing mm -hmm. at this time. I was diagnosed with a few different, um, conditions. So IBS was one of them, hypothyroidism, PCOS, and then that turned into Hashimoto's autoimmune problems. And I came to this realization that it was no more than just that. There's so much more, so many more pieces of the puzzle. That's, oh my gosh, like I, I so deeply resonate with you, like the parts of your story. And last year I healed my Hashimoto, you know, and it was after I quit my birth control, you know, like we chose with my husband to have a baby, start a family. And I was two decades on birth control. I did not know. Like, like the, I don't know if it's like the most upsetting or the saddest thing, like the gynecologist that I had, I had like first, like very bad experience with gynecologists when I was a teenager, because I had a cyst on my ovaries. So my, I had like really a lot of pain. So I got on birth control when I was like 16, I believe, like really young. And I was over two decades on a birth control because my gynecologist, the next one that I had was really great and I love him and he was the head of the hospital. So I had a lot of trust to him. My mom was going to him and he put me on like, you know, the, the low dose of the, of the hormones, the, the pill, the, the you know, the, the mini pill. And he told me like, oh, you might even not have your periods, but you don't need it. 
you know, like, so when doctor tells you like, oh, you don't need to have your periods because you don't want to get pregnant. So it's like an extra. And I'm like, and you believe them. So I didn't want to have my period. So when I was doing fitness competitions and I lost my periods for a few months, I was happy because I'm like, you know, I, I had like 9% body fat, Sarah, when I was competing, you know? So I know like you're surprised, but when I was competing, I was like, oh, that's cool. I don't have to deal with period. And I don't have to deal with, you know, my weights. Like I'm lean and you don't know how much you're hurting your body. And so when I quit my birth control year and a half ago, I put right away almost 20 pounds, like in, in a couple months, like, you know, everything went up and I didn't change anything. I was still active. I was still eating well. And then we find out that I had a Hashimoto. So I took the whole year of healing, the weight that's still there, you know, I, I think that, you know, after we experienced miscarriage a couple of months ago, so I healed my Hashimoto, but then going through pregnancy and miscarriage, like I put some, another extra weight. I'm like, it's all about the deeper healing and understanding your body because for decades I was ignoring my body and I was fighting my body. I wanted to be leaner and like smaller and never care. So I love that you're, I mean, I don't love that you were in pain and that you were struggling, but I really, really loved how you truly turn it around. And now you're empowering other women say they don't have to go through the pain. So Sarah, like me personally, I would love to know, are you in remission with Hashimoto? Were you able to heal it? And what helped you on your journey? Like, you know, like get your uh, hormones in balance. How do you know when you have them in balance? Were some like testing included or were you just feeling better? And how did you heal Hashimoto? And I gave you like 10 questions. So good luck remembering. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, amazing questions, by the way. So yeah, let me first start with, I came to this conclusion, just like you, you know, I was going around the merry-go-round of doctors and I just was not getting the solutions I needed. And so I decided to take it in my own hands. I did a ton of research. I ended up um, becoming a health coach and then I ended up going into functional medicine and then FDN work. And so I essentially did all that to heal myself first. And what really opened up the doors for me, I started to do functional testing and it identified a lot of different, what we call healing opportunities. So I took a look deeper into my hormones and my gut health and my detoxification, immune health, like all the different parts of me that I did not know at that point were interconnected mm -hmm. and how that also showed up in my business and in my relationships and in every aspect of life. So I found that I had a lot of underlying root causes that were contributing to the Hashimoto's and the PCOS and all those things. Um, and what I, I found was that I had deeper hormonal imbalances. I had estrogen dominance, which was taking over the show, really poor sluggish detoxification. I wasn't properly expelling estrogen and that was causing extremely painful periods. Wow. crazy PMS, anxiety, depression in my life. Um, I also found that my adrenals were completely depleted. My brain wasn't communicating properly with them. And then I had a ton of different mineral imbalances. Um, and that showed up in my life as just having this chronic fatigue. Um, and my thyroid and my adrenals were literally not getting the raw materials they needed to function. 
So knowing that and seeing that, and then also going into my gut and seeing that I had parasite infections and candida and just a whole slew of hot mess express going on there. But it really, it was empowering to know that, hey, now I have answers and I can create a game plan to support myself. And here I am now, you know, 10 years later, I'm in complete remission of Hashimoto's. I no longer am dealing with um, hypothyroidism. Everything's balanced. I feel better than I ever have in my life. And I think a lot of that is of course, you know, focusing on the human, focusing on my body, but then also doing what I'm passionate about and, and following my bliss and my passions and just what lights me up. So I think that has such a huge component in the healing journey. Um, but it's, it's, I'm at this place where I've almost like transcended these states, these conditions. And that's what I want women to know is that they have all of the self-healing powers inside you know, at the end of the day, it's great to get doctor support. It's great to even get functional practitioner support, but you have the keys inside. You have the answers. And it's just a matter of unlocking them and giving your body the right support that it, your unique body and female biology needs. Mm, this is, oh my gosh, I have like goosebumps, you know, all over my body because I feel like it's like remembering, remembering how powerful you truly are. And, you know, there is a place for like doctors or naturopaths or functional medicine doctors. There is when we are looking for these answers yet, I really feel like it's deeply within you. Like I know when my Hashimoto like really like flared up, it's the year that my grandma transitioned and she was my everything. She was my soulmate. I love her to life. And like, I called her every single day, you know, like we were super close. So when my, I was working with naturopath who was like, okay, let's just measure it and monitor it. And we could put you on a medication. I was like, no, I don't want a medication. I know I can heal my body. I know I just need to, I knew that. I knew how stressed I was, you know? So I knew inside that, I can heal. And I did, you know, like naturally. And of course I get to go retest again because we are planning like start our family again, you know, so it's different, but for women who are, and, and I, and I experience it with so many of my clients and, you know, it's just like, oh my gosh, like they don't know what they don't know. I had a client who, when she started to work with me, like her daughter was going through some very, very, very like challenging times like physically she was ill and she needed a transplant and my client got adrenal fatigue and and like complete burnout but back then she was drinking like a pot and half a coffee a day you know and, and it's like well I'm so tired I gotta be with my daughter I was like well the coffee really is not helping like I quit alcohol over three years ago coffee over three years ago you know like here and there I would have very very like very little smooth cacao but it's more just like something occasional right but it's just like you don't know what you don't know like think about it like how many like drug and toxic things are around us in our food and in processed foods like people don't know that canola is bad for them people don't know like corn it's all gmo and and like gluten and all these things so for women who are listening to us right now maybe they are not struggling with thyroid or like super painful periods you know but if if she is like struggling with like fatigue and she's like i know something it's not right 
where can she start? Because I feel like that's something that so many of us are dealing with and we don't even know it. It's the adrenal fatigue, you know, and you're always tired and then you have the coffee and then you're grabbing for the carbs because you want more energy and it's a vicious cycle. So Sarah, where can women who are listening to us just start? Because I feel like every condition might have a different solution. But I feel like in this stressed, fast-paced world, we can all feel tired. There's too much information online. How can we start simply? Mm, yes. And this is what I'm going to share with you is something I wish I knew 10 years ago, 20 years ago even. And how can we like really truly knock out and support these foundational elements that are going to support you with stress? Because of course we're going to have stress in our lives and experiences, but how can we support you and bring you back into the state of balance or what we call homeostasis? So the first thing that comes to mind for me and, and what I teach all my clients is nourishing them from the inside out. And we start with food. So I truly view as food as medicine, but it is one component, right? And gluten and dairy, some of these foods can cause inflammation in the body. They can cause fatigue. So it's a great place to explore, see how your body responds to it. But where we go even deeper is identifying what minerals and nutrients your body needs. And I see this just across the board with women. Most women I work with are entrepreneurs or CEOs and, or even busy moms and their adrenals are depleted. So where I start with this is focusing on the electrolytes of the body. And that is potassium, sodium, calcium, and magnesium. We need those four electrolytes, those minerals operating perfectly and beautifully for your adrenals to feel amazing and for your thyroid to feel amazing. And that's going to showcase and just being able to handle stress better, being able to handle life better, being able to just like really, truly be present and energized. And so an amazing way to do this, I love my adrenal cocktails. Maybe you've seen this online, um, but incorporating potassium, in that adrenal cocktail, vitamin C and sodium is a beautiful way to just love your adrenals up from the inside out from a more nutrient standpoint. And so what this looks like, um, your adrenal glands need vitamin C to function. So about 95% of vitamin C is actually stored in your adrenal glands. So if we're not getting, and our adrenals are pumping out that cortisol and working really hard, we are burning through that vitamin C. So with the uh, adrenal cocktail, and I do have this on my Instagram too, you can always take a look at the recipe. What I end up doing is orange juice and I know not orange juice doesn't work for everybody else. So there's a lot of different solutions, but one way to do it is a cup of orange juice and then you sprinkle in um, coconut water and that supports you with potassium. And then you sprinkle in either Celtic or Redmond salt and that gives you the sodium. And I recommend doing that once or twice a day. If you're super stressed out, definitely twice a day around like 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. And that's a great way over time to support you. Girl, you're amazing. I'm like writing it in my head. I'm like, yes, I have, <laughs> I have organic orange juice. I have coconut water. I have a Himalayan salt. I didn't know. I didn't know your adrenals need vitamin C. Yeah. Wow. I didn't yes. know that. So do you just do the orange juice or do you like do any like extra supplements, you know, like, because not all supplements are created equally, you know, and I feel like 
if you would see my cabinet, I have so many supplements and then I forget <laughs> to take half of them. I'm like, Petia, you have to remember the pregnancy and the, the folate and all of that. Just remember those two most important and, and magnesium and everything else. It's like negotiable, but for the baby, you got to remember taking it. So we can be sometimes overwhelmed with, you know, the supplements. So do you take extra like vitamin C or what are the mm-hmm. some supplements that are like super must for you. Like you have to have them no matter if you're home traveling or, you know, just the most basic. Yeah. So in a form of vitamin C, you can absolutely get more than enough through the adrenal cocktails if you're doing like twice a day. But another way if adrenal cocktails aren't your thing is to get whole food vitamin C and you can get that through orange. You can get that through uh, cherries. Actually, you can get that through different types of vegetables, like cruciferous veggies. Broccoli has vitamin C in them. Red bell peppers have vitamin C. So there are some food components, but if you're more like, I want to add some supplements to my life, there are adrenal cocktail supplements. Jigsaw health has a great one. Um, but there are different ways you can incorporate that whole food vitamin C. So that's like, first and foremost, getting that nourishment in your body. I am a huge on not contributing to people's supplement graveyards. I know what it's like. I have a lot of clients who come to me who are like on 30 plus supplements. I like to incorporate more of those lifestyle things. Like what can we do? Like starting today, what we have in our fridge or cabinets that we can start utilizing that second supplement that I believe is honestly mandatory for every single woman, let alone human in the world's magnesium. I overheard you saying that. And why you say that is because we have something called MBR, magnesium burn rate. So when we're under stress, when our adrenals and our thyroid, our master metabolism is under stress, when, you know, that could be good stress, right? Or, or stress that just, you know, might be related to family or work, whatever it might be, we burn through magnesium. And that mineral I have not seen on any test to be in an abundant form for women. So that is one supplement I am more than happy to shout from the rooftops. And there's different types of magnesium and I love getting it in through different ways. So there's different supplements. So like magnesium glycinate is more calming. Magnesium malate is more energizing. Uh, There is magnesium citrate, which is more detoxifying. Some of my favorites are more like glycinate and the malate combinations, but that is just going to help your nervous system chill out, support the adrenals and thyroid, and just like give your body this overall sense of calm. And like, I got you, um, different ways you could get magnesium in is also lotion. I'm huge on using like more transdermal in the skin. And before I go to bed, I actually put magnesium lotion on my belly and my arms and it helps with sleep. It helps, um, especially during your menstrual cycle, if you're feeling PMS or crampy, that is typically a sign that your magnesium's low. So loving you up with that. And then lastly, magnesium baths are just beautiful and amazing way to just soak up that magnesium in just very high amounts. Um, so you can put in like one to four cups of magnesium. My little trick of the trade is add in some baking soda. So about like a fourth cup of baking soda that helps you absorb the magnesium. And then your favorite essential oils is something that's going to chill out your nervous system, like lavender, lemon balm, you know, spearmint, peppermint to just support you. You're freaking amazing. It's just like, wow. Like I, like I have to rewatch this and take a million notes and I will be tagging you in my stories when I'm drinking my adrenal cocktail. Like I absolutely (laughs) love this Sarah because it's actionable. You are so full of wisdom and it's something we can do like right away. And, you know, we were taking uh, magnesium a couple of times a day with my husband. And then because I'm following Elsa, I don't know if you're familiar with medical medium, Anthony Williams. Mm -hmm. I love him so much. And, you know, like, 
as you're learning and growing in, in, in like what is good for your body. And it's not like learning that, you know, some magnesium supplements has a citric acid or they have natural flavors and all those are not good for you, you know? So I have like two uh, supplements at home. I was like, honey, I'm not taking it. Like if you want to finish the bottle, finish it, but it has natural flavors. So it's not natural. So <clears throat> the supplements you are taking, they don't have any additives. Absolutely not. I am such a supplement snob. So when it comes to supplements, I'm very careful with what I recommend and absolutely nothing I recommend will have gluten or dairy or GMO or natural flavors in it. It's very whole food and in its most natural state, you're so right. You know, when you're absorbing that, when you're taking that into your body, like there could be other things in there that we just don't know about. And when you were talking about citric acid, you know, that's actually been created from mold. Like we don't want those things in our body. Right. Uh, so getting it in its most natural state is key. They put the citric acid in everything, girl. Like I love cooking, you know, and in natural form, like some sweet potato or, you know, like just veggies and stuff like that, because we are both vegans with my husband and still like, sometimes you want a gluten-free bread or you want to like buy a made tomato, pe uh, you know, like uh sauce for pasta. And it's just like, everything has it. So do you do everything from scratch at home when you're cooking or how serious you're about, you know? Yeah. Here's how I look at it. Um, I, I, 90% of my meals, I would say 80 to 90% are going to be made at home just because I know how good I feel when I do that. Yeah. And I've actually fortunately been able to bring my husband on board with that board with that and teach him about the menstrual cycle. And then, so if I'm on menstruation, like I have him help me out with the cooking. And so it's been really like this dual, you know, duality between the two of us, um, which has been so helpful because I know it can be, especially with busy women, they can be a lot, you know, to take on if you have families as well. Um, but most of them are in its most natural state, but I am on also the girl too, where I, I do like to grab some food at Whole Foods that might have sunflower oils or lectins or um, gums or citric acids. But here's how I look at it. 90% of the time I'm nourishing and loving my body with this whole food, natural states. It's going to be able to handle that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not a purist by any means, but it's good to have that balance. I believe what's good for the soul is also good for the body. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when there's these little things added in there, great. That's okay. My body can handle it. But most of the time I'm going to have it without those additives. Thank you so much for like, I'm not hundred percent perfect. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Sarah, for the women who are listening right now, what would you say? Because I, I feel like, like two questions want to be birthed through me. So the first one is what are like a big no, no's like you, for example, were saying like the citric acid and the gums, whatever is there. Like, I would love for you to like list some of the things that when you are buying food outside, you know, when you go to Whole Foods and buying some food, what are you looking that it's no, no for you in your diet? And the second part, while I remember, I wanted to ask you, do you also do seed cycling for your hormones? Mm, yeah. So answer your question first, some things that I tell my clients to stay away from are number one gums. So gums are like these, um, unnatural fillers in different products. And so it, that can be found in like natural almond milks, or it can be 
be found in like different nut milks, base milks um, that can be found in like different yogurts and gums can actually affect your intestinal lining. They can cause IBS like symptoms like cramping or bloating or just digestional distress. So that is one of those foods I tr or uh, fillers I try my best to stay away from. So having your, your beautiful, if you have nut milks, if you use them in their most natural state or making them from home is going to be the most ideal version. Um, another thing that I look for is, um, natural flavors. So natural flavors could mean a whole slew of things that could, that could be like every chemical toxin, like under the sun infused in those natural flavors. And that can really be an endocrine disruptor. It's actually been known to be an endocrine disruptor. So that can disrupt our cycles, disrupt how our, um, our hormones work in our cells. So really watch out for those natural flavors. You want everything in its most natural state. So for example, if you're going to have juice, you know, get not from concentrate, making sure that it's in its most beautiful, abundant, healthy state versus like, oh, all these extra sugars and extra fillers. Uh, another thing that I look out for in, in my food labels, um, and this you can see a lot in like protein bars or just like bars in general, and that's your lectins. And that can also disrupt your gut lining as well. Well, um, so a lot of it is like made from sunflower and sunflower is great and seeds are great, but in that form, it can disrupt the gut. So just something to look out for. It can be in a lot of these quote unquote, natural, healthy foods. Um, and I found overall with some clients that they were getting headaches and just not feeling like themselves or having some of these energy crashes around eating those foods. So just be more mindful to see how your body responds to those things. But those are the first few that we really explore and dive deeper into. And then like what we talked about before, so gluten, of course, so if you see wheat, um, if you, you see different types of grains that are in the gluten family, you know, taking a little break from that and seeing how your body responds and how the inflammation can lower. I found in the healing phase, that is a beautiful opportunity to just allow your body to take a breath, to release inflammation and to come back into balance. Well, it is so powerful and so beautiful. And it's very fascinating because I never heard about look at the gums. So after our call, I'm going to check out my uh, almond milk and uh, we buy organic, but still, right? It doesn't mean anything. It can be organic almonds and then you add the trash there later, right? So I will look at the gums. And then the next thing you said, natural flavors, I'm looking at those. And the last thing, was it the lecithin or what was it? Yeah, lecithin, sunflower lecithin. We see in a lot of products. Yeah, or just lecithins in general. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Girl, I learned so much from you, Sarah. You are so amazing. So one last question for, oh yeah, the seed cycling. Yes, the seed cycling. Let's try totally go over that. I love this way. And I just, you know, full disclosure here, I've worked with people just online, literally online have shared information with seed cycling and that has changed their periods and their hormonal health alone. So knowing like even one simple, small step can have a massive, beautiful outcome on your hormonal health. So seed cycling, how that works. And I also love to cycle with the seeds with the moon as well. So the first phase of the cycle, um, your cycle is your follicular phase. And so that's like the phase of new beginning. That's right after your menstrual cycle. And then you have your um, ovulation phase. So during those two phase phases, it's ideal to have pumpkin seeds and flax. I'm sorry, and flax seeds. Um, so with the pumpkin seeds and flax seeds, the whole purpose of these is that they help with estrogen detoxification. In the first half of the cycle, that's where estrogen starts to rise up 
support, you know, the creation of the embryo, creation of the egg, bringing that all to fruition here. And sometimes, you know, estrogen can get a little hot and heavy there and can be a little intense for some of us. And that can show up in some PMSE type symptoms. So having the beautiful flax benefits and the pumpkin seed benefits helps clear out those excess estrogens and toxins. So it helps with um, detoxifying and they have dim in them. They have, um, you know, beautiful fiber in them to help support that. The second half of the cycle is your um, luteal phase and then menstruation. So this is where it's more so our inner fall, our inner winter, where we start retreating and reflecting in. And this is shown to be supportive with um, sesame seeds and incorporating flax. And why that's supportive, it has a really beautiful grounding sense and it helps boost your progesterone. We need progesterone in that second half of the cycle. For example, if you are you know, planning on having a baby, you you need progesterone to hold that pregnancy. If you're not planning on having a baby, you still need that progesterone regardless. So we still need our rep reproductive health if you're cycling and that supports and sustains those progesterone levels. Um, so that keeps you calm and balanced and progesterone is like our, everyone wants to get along calming, you know, nervous system regulating hormone. Um, so that's how we end up incorporating it. What I recommend is just two tablespoons. It's super easy peasy. Each different phase, so having one tablespoon to two tablespoons of pumpkin seeds along with flax, you can throw that in a smoothie, you could put it on a salad, you could put it in like your oats in the morning, any type of meal that you would like. And just that alone can support your hormonal cycles. I have more information, of course, on my Instagram page where you could get all the recipes and stuff there. Um, but this also helps get you in tune with your natural rhythms and the moon cycles as well, which is fun. Mm, it's so amazing. And it's so fascinating because when I, I heard about, you know, seed cycling like a long time ago, and then I forgot about it. And then it came back because my um, ND actually told me to start doing it when we were preparing for our fertility journey. And it's so easy because the first two weeks, you know, you're eating pumpkin and, and flax seeds, and then you have a sesame seeds, you know, what was the other one? The sesame seeds or the sunflowers? No. Or sunflower seeds. Yeah, yes. either way. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So one or the other. And when I start to do that, like I felt so amazing around my period. I had energy. I didn't have so many crumbs. I was like, wow, this is so quick. It was just like one month, you know? So yeah. it's amazing how easy it is. And I was even thinking like, I, I'm thinking that I, and, and you can tell me if it's a good idea or not, because I was thinking that I could just, like ground them for like that those two weeks and have the blend already ready and then just like put it over my meal or salad or onto my soup so I remember because sometimes I'm like oh it's like 8 p.m at night it's like oh I didn't have my pumpkin seeds and then you know like eating tablespoon and it's not like that much but still like um can we have it grounded and leave it in a fridge and and will it last for like that month Oh yes. You were absolutely genius. That is actually how I do it too, because, you know, thinking about that every day, you can just grab them in the fridge. So what I actually do, I use either a food processor or my Vitamix, blend them up, put them in the fridge. So you'll have your first half of the cycle, the pumpkin and the flax. Yes. And second half, you'll have either the sesame, um, the sunflower and the flax. So that way you can share both of those. And honestly, they can last over like a month, a month or two. Um, so that gives you plenty of time and you could even infuse them in like some of your maybe baking treats too. Um, I make, seed cycling balls. So that just infuses like different nut butters. I infuse the seeds, um, you know, some honey for sweetness, some extra support if needed in there, like maca powder. Um, and that can be really delicious, some chocolate in there. So you can also have like a nice sweet treat and infuse that too.
Oh, I love that. You see, that's why I love learning with you and from you because it's it's easy, it's fun, it's doable, it's not overwhelming. So, Sarah, mm. I could have you here for hours and hours and hours, and I want to be respectful of your time and our listeners too. So what is the one last thing on your heart that every woman should know? Oof. You know, what really comes to mind for me is like you get to take your power back. And, and what I mean by that is you you know, this is your human body and you have everything, all the answers inside and it will communicate and talk to you. We just need to listen and you get to feel at home in your body. You know, you get to be back in sync with the power of your hormones, power of your cycle and in the driver's seat of your female biology. And I'm so excited to witness that. And I see, I've seen that in you and I've seen that in so many other women and we get to do that as women, which is beautiful. Thank you so much for everything, Sarah. Thank you for being here for all the wisdom and really like bringing us back to life as women. So we are going to be empowered. So if you excuse me, I will go do myself adrenal cocktail because I don't drink any other cocktails, okay? I got to find some beautiful <laughs> glasses for that. I don't even yeah. have wine glasses or anything, but it doesn't matter. It's Thank all in the presentation. Thank you so much for everything, Sarah. I'm so blessed to have you on the show and keep learning from you. I like when I don't see your stuff on my feed, I was like, where is Sarah? What is she posting? What's new there? So thank you for everything you're doing. I will leave in show notes, you know, the link to your Instagram. Is there any other place that you would love to connect with people? Yeah. So Instagram, I'm most active on there. And then also just my website. So www.hormonegoddess.com. Thank you. Thank you so much.